welcome back to Sip with Joy. If this is your first time joining, this is Sip with Joy, a show about a girl, her wine, and her feelings. And I am that girl. I am your host, Joy M. Hutton, serial entrepreneur and lover of food and wine. I'm so glad that you guys are back with me today. And um, today's wine is a Pinot Blanc from Alsace, France. So you know where to find out about this if you're following on at Sip with Joy on Instagram. I always do the sip of the day to explain where this wine came from. So we're going to go ahead and get into it because today's episode is called Don't Take It Personal, okay? We all have feelings, okay? Hey, Tiffany. Um, so, so many times we take things personally, and I'm not saying that anyone is immune to it, but we have to understand that people respond and act to you because of their own experiences and insecurities. So that's what this episode is about today because, listen, we, we know how to get in our feelings. I know I, I get in my feelings. This is something I still have to practice but so we can all work on this together all right so if you have not read the book the four agreements by don ruiz r-u-i-z i definitely encourage you to do so so it's a book about how to achieve freedom from self-limiting beliefs and one of those is taking things personally and it's the second agreement in the book so I definitely encourage you to read this book um, but he basically says hey Elsie he basically says that whatever happens around you don't take it personally and nothing that other people do is because of you it is because of themselves and so when we think about that, when we take something personally, we make an assumption that they know what is in our world, and then we try to impose our world on their world. So think about some of the things that people have said to you and where that may come from, you know? And, you know, even when a situation seems personal, like when others make an insult, you know, they may call you out your name or whatever. It has nothing to do with you. It is coming from a place that's in them that caused them to say that to you. And we're going to get more into this, but we cannot control the opinions of others, and, but we can control how we respond to them. And I'm, I'm a work in progress on that because, y'all, sometimes I just want to beat a hoe down. All right. So, and I'll walk you guys through just some personal examples in my own life because that's what this is all about, me and my feelings, and then y'all feelings too. Yes, you definitely have to read it, Tiffany. So, let's just say somebody has a difference in opinion. You have a disagreement. You're going back and forth on, on a particular topic. Maybe you don't agree with this topic. You know, whatever I'm saying may not resonate with people. I cannot take that personally if you guys don't agree with what I'm saying because we have different experiences. Our life is different. So your experiences, how, how you've been raised or whatever may be different from mine. And so we're not going to have the same response to something. So we have to understand that if there's a difference in opinion, where is that coming from? Why do people believe that? Like I had somebody go in on on a comment um, last week or a couple of weeks ago when I did the episode about dating uh, outside of your race. And hey, listen, 
Thank you for sharing your opinion. I am not about to sit up here and go back and forth with you because that is your experience. That is your opinion about what I'm saying. And I'm not about to absorb all of that energy. So, you know, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't give energy to all of that. Same with social media. You you just have, you have trolls on social media and I will block somebody in a minute. Like I don't do negativity on my wall because I'm not saying negative, negative things about people. I'm not putting negative energy out there. So don't come on my wall with that stuff. But again, there are people that make a life out of trolling other people and I'm not doing that. And, you know, you see, you see celebrities reacting to, you know, negative opinions about them. And so it gets to them because they're human. You have feelings. Don't take it personally. It does not mean that you don't have feelings, you know, because you do have feelings. And, but, and we have to understand where those feelings are coming from about why, you know, what people are saying or doing to you. But, you know, I, listen, I don't deal with the trolls, y'all. I don't respond. I will, I will delete and block. Blocka, blocka, blocka. Okay. Um, hey, Ebony. Hey, Marco Polo. So, yeah. And then, even in business, I had a client today and she's doing a crowdfunding campaign. And I told her, like, you, I did a crowdfunding campaign years ago and I got in my feelings because I am, those of you don't, that don't know what a crowdfunding campaign is, basically when you raise money from your family and friends or, you know, supporters um, and you don't, have to pay that money back. You may give them incentives for supporting your company or whatever. So like Kickstarter, it's like a GoFundMe for business basically. So I told her, I said, I had to learn the hard way. I was like, I supported all these people. And so this should be easy for me to raise this money for my business. And voila, you know, no, it wasn't like that. And when you're doing, when you start a new business, when you, you know, have a new venture or whatever it is, you want your family and friends to support you. But if they don't, we can't take it personally. And I, again, I had to learn that the hard way. And so that's what I was telling her. I was like, listen, there are steps that you need to take to be prepared. So prepare yourself. You have a ramp, ramp it up. It has to essentially be run like a, a political campaign so that you're, you're, you're making all these different touch points. And then you have your friends and family, you have your coworkers, and then you have a network of people that are watching you that may not even know you, but may want to support you. So again, like, I could get mad that all my friends don't watch my podcast. I don't. Because maybe they don't want to hear me talk about my feelings. They hear me talk about that on a regular basis. Maybe they don't like wine. I don't know. That's not for me to figure out. The people who will watch my podcast are the people who watch it or listen to it. I can't be worried about the people who don't. And so it's, it's really a mindset shift and it's a practice and it's a discipline that we have to that we have to embark upon in order to get ourselves out of that space of well my friend didn't support me it's my business i do i show up for people but that's you you don't know why that person is not supporting you maybe they don't have the money maybe they're just not interested in your business and that's okay you know you you have to think have take a moment and say why those people may not be supporting you because you know you you say it be your own family it be your own friends yeah it is but there are also a lot of people out there who will support you that don't even know you okay all right so next is relationships you know when you're in a relationship and arguments i know if i'm ever arguing or having a disagreement with someone I'm always careful to say, you you made me feel this way. 
because in reality they didn't make you feel this way it is whatever in you made you react or respond to what they said and they said to you what or how they whatever they said to you was based on their own experiences or their insecurities so if i was in an argument with somebody and they're like you fat you fat hoe and i'm like wow one i'm not a hoe two i'm not fat so where'd you get that from <laughs> you know but maybe i remind them of somebody in their past and you know you just don't know why people are responding the way that they do so in relationships i'm I really am careful to say you made me feel this way because there's something in me that made me feel the way um, I did when they said something to me, you know, like, and we'll get into like, why did it feel so personal? Because there's something in you that made that feel personal. Um, and same thing in friendships, you know, when people do things, listen, you have to decide, okay, is what they did you know, forgivable. Can we have a conversation about it later? Can I brush it off? Like you decide what action you can take from their response, from what they did, instead of saying, you know, instead of internalizing that. Because again, don't take it personally does not mean that you don't have feelings because we are human, we have emotions. And those emotions are triggered by something in us that they said or they, or, or they did. So that's a real thing. But it's how we respond to it that makes us immune to just soaking it all in, to absorbing that energy. Uh, let's see. Tiffany said, I am starting a business this week, but I have to learn to not expect family and friends to always be there. Absolutely. Um, hey, Sharon. Uh, she said, I was in my feelings too. Yeah. I told my mom the same thing. I'm like, she started a business and I said, listen. You have to understand that everybody is not going to support you. And it may it may be different. You know, I told her, even with travel, I said, now, there may be some things that I patronize your business for, but then I may find a little deal over here on my little sneaky site. You know, so don't get mad if I don't always book my flights with you. So, um, but, you know, she's good. Y'all could, could patronize her business, G&H Travel Co. But, yeah, so... Um, so you have, yeah, friendships. People may be having a bad day and may not know how to respond to you. They may be stressed. And if you've done your part in asking them, like, if they're okay or whatever, is there anything I can do? Then that's all you can do. Um, strangers. Now, listen. <laughs> I'm really a work in progress with strangers because, again, I'd be ready to just knock somebody upside the head. But just think of when you're driving. You know, somebody could be on the way to the hospital and found out, you know, their family member died and they, they are driving recklessly. They could be on some medication. They could they could just they could just be a reckless driver. You know, so they say you never know what someone is dealing with. You know, and it's true. Um I, I had seen something, some like people are just experiencing death at just like a level that is just, I don't know, I just feel like it's unheard of with the pandemic and what have you. Like everybody is experiencing death in some way, shape or form or knows somebody that has experienced it and is very close to them. So, but you never know what someone is going through. I remember after my sister passed, I was on the plane and you know, like, I, I I, don't want anybody to talk to me. I don't want anybody to touch me. Now, the way I reacted to somebody, they don't know what I'm going through. 
And it's not up to them to try to figure that out. But my actions, you're not responsible for other people's actions. And so, you know, but I was in a space, you know, I wasn't thinking about anybody around me. And whenever I see other people that may, they may look down, listen, you, it's, it's almost like we have to give people some grace because, again, we don't know why they are responding the way that they are. Like, sometimes we just think people are being assholes or we think they are being mean for no reason. It's rooted in something. You know, I had a boss, rest her soul, and she, woo, she was a tyrant. But at the end of the day, I had to step back and say, you know what? This woman has a terminal illness. I'll still be here. She won't in a matter of months. And so I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, either I can decide to bear, you know, what I'm going through with her at this job or not. And so I decided not because I was like, listen, not today, <laughs> because even though you're dying, I'm you not going to kill me too, you know, stressing me out because I was stressed on that job. So you, again, you don't know what people are going through. Um, hey, Max. All right, so next, um, I'm sure we all heard the term, it's not personal, it's business. And that that is very true. Because if you think about a business, right, when they write their mission statement, it ain't about you. It is not about you, the employee. It's not really about you, the customer. It is about the services and products that they are offering and the, the goals and objectives that they have. Now, when you get into core values, then that may be about the that may be about the customer and the employees, but it's not personal. It's business. So when you think about going to work every day and uh, um, your boss is giving you feedback, or you know you're in a in a project team meeting or whatever try to shift your mindset on it's not personal okay all right so why do things feel so personal so this coach from deluca and willow he said it's because often the words that we hear are pushing a button or they're poking poking at, at an old wound or, or as some may say, we're being triggered. So think about, again, some of the arguments that you have when people, and if somebody says something, you might have heard it from an ex, you might have heard it from a, an abusive partner, you might have heard it from a parent, an estranged parent, and if somebody says something that pushed that button, you want to go off. So um, there's that, and then we get upset at that person delivering the message instead of taking a look at ourselves like why we're reacting to that and that to what they're saying in that way and then fear is usually rooted in that and not fear in the sense of you're scared but fear of a certain emotion maybe being exposed so we have to think about that as well and then we may project whatever that emotion is onto that person so again that's why people say you you did this to me you made me feel this way I didn't. I, now, my, now my, maybe what I said wasn't nice or it wasn't um, something you liked, but I didn't make you feel that way. You had something on the inside that made you feel that way. So aside from what um, the four agreements says, you know, what can we actually do to stop thinking, to stop taking things personally? So one of the things is when things start to feel personal, st 
try to step into your self-awareness box as I was saying like what's what's making you feel that way from what they did or said to you and then ask yourself why does it feel personal what is rooted in this reaction and then if you have time to create space before beating the hoe down then take that moment you know walk away from it and come back and then if you have a safe space to share your experience about your feelings even though it's not necessarily what that person did you you still have feelings you can share your experience about why what they said made you feel a certain way and then could this be a teachable moment you know i've been in some some arguments and someone said something to me and i'm like wow you know what you're right it wasn't necessarily what you said but how i received it and how i interpreted what you said to me and so i've taken those as teachable moments and then make a choice because you really do have to make have to make a choice about not taking it personally, okay? Because y'all, we can't be out here just beating folks down. So Elsie said, when like when people ask you why you look so mad, maybe they're going through something. Absolutely. And then Sharon said, we must grant grace. Yes, you never know what people are going through. Absolutely, absolutely, because. <laughs> we all have bad days all right and and sometimes we want people to give us grace so we have to do the same for others you know and i was reading an article it was tied to the four agreements even with something as extreme as with someone shooting people it's what's going on inside of them they're going out here on a killing spree because of what's going on with them not necessarily about you now if you go and you know, you may say, well, what about people that, that go and shoot their baby mama, baby daddy? That's a direct attack, right? But it's still something that's triggering them to do that. So we have to, again, think about what's on the other side of those actions that's causing people to do what they're doing. All right. So taking a break from that, um, you know, with social media, like what's going on with social media, I saw something, if you all know who Funny Marco is, he has a show, he interviews people, and he has kind of like a crass way of interacting with his guests. Well, he had uh, G. Erbo and Young something, y'all, I don't know these people's names. But anyway, they, they kind of took it too far. Now, Funny Marco has, you already know what you deal with when you go on his show. Well, they took it too far. I mean, they were calling him dumb and stupid. They threw his hat. Like, I mean, come on. And he said, he said, um, you know, as he was sitting there, he was angry. But he knew he had a job to do. So he knew he was, same thing. He was like, even though I may be angry about what they're doing, I got a job to do. And I, I he's, he's responding and he's making a choice in that moment. So it's like, again, you're not responsible for other people's behavior. Um, but yeah, so funny Marco. And then um, these are all my what the sips. I got three what the sips today, y'all, because it's just, it's too much going on. So I got to talk about all of them. Halle Bailey is pregnant. Now people were really trying to figure out why or, or if this woman was pregnant. And I'm like, why are people so concerned about what if this woman is pregnant? And she was trying to hide it and all this stuff. Well, now, obviously, she can't hide it anymore. But I love the way she handled it because she didn't fall into the trap 
of social media and feeling like she had to explain herself. Now her sister went ham <laughs> on the internet for her, but that's what sisters do. You know, so she she made a choice in that moment. She's like, I'm not responding to y'all clowns. This is my life, and when I'm ready to reveal this, I will. And I love that. So, um, Max said, wait, she's pregnant? Yeah, it's, it's, it's evident that she's pregnant. There is a belly now, <laughs> a real belly. So, um, you have that. Now, my last one, and I would love to hear what you all have to say about this. Jada Pickett Smith. I'm going to see her this Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. I think it's Sunday, which, whichever day, this weekend for her book tour. And she has been on, you know, her book tour, basically revealing even more things about her and Will's marriage. Now, Will decided to not respond, and he finally did make a comment to the New York Post and was saying that he made, he responded in an email. He's not doing any interviews, but he had put up a post like, basically, I'm unbothered. Notifications are off. I'm not responding to all this. Because the reality is, it's him and Jada in that marriage. She said they were separated for seven years, and that's their business. We can't do anything about that. What people choose to do in their lives, that's that's their business. And and but when people react to it, they are reacting because of their own experiences and opinions about things. And again, it has nothing to do with them. Now, what I'm mad about. Is Jada talking about Tupac has had alopecia? Now, Jada, I'm gonna let you. I'm, I'm gonna let you go on some of this other stuff you're saying, but don't come for Tupac, okay? Because he can't defend himself, and you just <laughs> you holding on to that man for dear life. And I need you to just leave Tupac and his bald head alone, okay? That's where that's where I draw the line, okay? Um, so Max said, is it a book tour or an emasculate Will Smith tour? Well, I don't know, but I'll let y'all know next week when I come back, when I hear the whole thing for myself. I don't know. But what I was I was having a conversation with um some friends over the weekend about this and we don't know all the things that went on in that household for all we know jada could have been in an abusive relationship will could be a narcissist he could have been emotionally abusing her and now she has found her voice you know we don't know you know we can make all these we can make all these um assumptions about what's going on and who she is who he is we don't know everything we get bits and pieces of their marriage over a period of time, what they have chosen to show us. Now she's revealing more. But again, it's still not the whole thing. So we don't know what's going on in this house. They clearly have decided to not get a divorce. You know, they say it's cheaper to keep him or her. Um, they don't have a prenup. So I think they are just coexisting. He did say that he lost some sensitivity to the nuances of his wife and their union which means that he basically checked out. I think they both they both checked out. So, um, yeah, we don't know everything. We don't know everything. Um, Max said she wrong, uh, she wrong for sure. She should keep their business in their household, and Tupac for sure leave him out of it. Oh, wait, Ma no, Marco said that. Um, Tiffany said that's not our business. Long live Tupac. I'm a Cali gal. 
Um, LC said, girl, this podcast is not long enough to talk about Jada. It really is not, okay? Um, Max said, because she said Tupac is her soulmate. There's no way she's still legally married. And she says her soulmate is a man that hasn't been alive for over 25 years. You can be legal married and still love somebody else. I mean, it's people out here that that do it all the time. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm sure more and more is going to come out about Will and Jada. Listen, that's above my pay grade. I can't I can't be concerned with rich people problems. <laughs> so whatever is going on with Will and Jada's household, more power to them. But I just need her to keep Tupac out her mouth. And stop saying that man got alopecia. I'm like, Jada, come on now. Jada. <laughs> All right. So when we see people as they are, without taking it personally, we can never be hurt by what they say or do. Now, again, that doesn't mean you don't have feelings. Because um, that, that's, that's a tricky phrase right there, right? Because that comes from the four agreements. But this takes extreme discipline and practice. You are not responsible for what others do or say. You are responsible for you. So I think we just have to decide because basically the four agreements is teaching us how to become immune to taking things personally. And I I don't know if that's 100% possible because, again, you have human emotions that and something will always set something off in you. And it, I think it takes extreme discipline and practice to just not take anything personally. But we can start here today and try not to take things personal. I think, like I said earlier, I think it really comes down to understanding why you're reacting that way. And then also maybe understanding that whatever that person said or did is not is not because of you it is because of them when they say it's not you is them there's truth to that okay um so yeah that is all i have today and i will see you guys next week this this topic right here yeah i want i want to know how everybody is going to you know, practice not taking things personally. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys back here next week. <laughs>